Welcome back to the Offside Report brought to you by Sportsmates APL Live app. I'm your host, Nick Guglielmino. Happy to be back in full health and happy to be back on the winner's list as a Liverpool supporter. It's felt like a lifetime since we've last won a game. I was starting to feel like a Manchester United supporter, but good to see him bounce back. I didn't think they were capable of it, but looking around the grounds, Manchester City, Chelsea, Arsenal, they all overcame their own respective hurdles as upsets looked like they were brewing. Manchester United have won back to back games and Tottenham rounded out a perfect weekend for the Premier League's big six. The same can't be said for the likes of Leicester, Aston Villa and Everton and pressure continues to mount on their managers while Scott Parker has already started digging his own grave at Bournemouth. Once again, plenty to unpack and preview ahead of some midweek action coming up. But firstly, as always, welcoming my two favourite panellists, Al Jensen and Mitch Ball. Welcome back, guys, and uh, what a weekend it was for all of us. So I'll start with you, Al. Uh, how are you for feeling? For a change. Yeah. <laughs> I know I do usually start no, with no, Mitch. So. Good. No, good. <laughs> but I'm very well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Very happy. Yes. Glad you're back uh, in the room. I'm glad we're in the, in the, in the potty together instead of just doing it from Zoom or something like that. It's, all, it's always good to be um Yes, in your in your presence, Al, as always. Mitch, what about you? How are you going? Yeah, it looked good. It was a good week. Uh, nice for United to continue getting a result. Might not be the football we like to see, but a win's oh, a God. win. And You're still complaining about it. Yeah, hundred percent. We're building. Oh, I'm fine. We're, they're building blocks. They're, they're a hard their bunch foundations. to please. They're a hard bunch. They, they make hundred million pound signings, and they're still not happy. They win games. You win an away game first time since February or something. Like it's that. been a while. Yeah, but if let's just not let's not poke at a hundred million dollar sign when ours at least turns up and actually can play games and is not suspended <laughs> for headbutting people. Let's just... We, we'll get to that soon, but let's start off with some positive news. Uh, probably the biggest result of the weekend, not in terms of size, I mean... Was it the comeback? In terms, in terms The comeback of, of City, yeah? I don't think... Well, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but I don't think any team won by more than nine goals. So, yes, it was. In terms of the scoreline, it was the biggest Hang on, pause. So, the team, that, the team that all of us picked to get relegated, it's now such a great thing that... They lost 9 0 to Liverpool, and Liverpool are the best <laughs> in the world because they beat the team that everyone tipped to get relegated. You're right, no, actually, that must be a very, it must be, it must be huge. Liverpool haven't won a game this year, I suppose, and to go out and score nine goals is just, just a phenomenal thing. And, you oh, know, who is. would have thought they'd do it against a team that we all know had no defence? Uh, because that's what Scott Parker, yep. their own coach, admitted to because they couldn't sign anybody. <laughs> Going straight into it. Yeah, I know, we have but gone straight wow, into it. this is just... <laughs> what a start to the podcast. I'm ding. Here we go. I can't <laughs> believe it. Round one. Just... Well, given the start to the season Liverpool have had um, mm-hmm. uh, as a Liverpool supporter, when, when the bad form and the bad energy starts to creep in, responding um, in that sort of fashion uh, is unlikely. Um, and Bournemouth have played the likes of Manchester City already. They've had mm-hmm. a, start, a, a tough fixture to start the season Arsenal they lost 4-0 2-0 but a 9-0 I mean a 5-6-0 you can expect but 9-0 is a ridiculous result and the way it happened five goals in the first half as well um, it it was the win that Liverpool needed to have, but you can't come out now, Mitch, and say that it, it you expected this to happen. I, I think I wasn't even co- confident heading into the game. So the fact that, you know, you get that scoreline. I'm not nine, but you expect, I expect it to be a thrashing. There was no reason that you don't go out, Liverpool don't go and lose to United and not bounce back in a big way. So you've got to be expecting five or six. And in the end, it's a team like Bournemouth who once, if they, the fact they conceded so early in the match, those heads were going to drop straight away. And there was no bouncing back. But that, what confidence do they have to draw on? They have nothing to draw on. 
mm-hmm. and your strikers ne- your strikers and midfield needed to get going. So the fact that they all clicked in one match that doesn't, especially against a team that's going to give you plenty of opportunities. Yeah, it's not that big of a shock. Nine is impressive. I'm not taking anything away from that, but you can't sit here and go, "This is the shock of the round." I didn't say. I mean, I did. Or, or the game of the round. Or no, the, I said it was the, the biggest result in terms of the scoreline of the round, and. I think that is a, that is factually correct. That is, that is factually accurate, correct. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, as you said, um, there there were some struggles uh, for for Bournemouth. Um, they've had their struggles in defence, particularly. But w- would you put that down that result down to Liverpool being good or Bournemouth being bad more so? I think that yeah, Liverpool being ruthless. Mm-hmm. Nine goals, as you said, no one's going to top that. No one's going to top that this this year, apart from well. Celtic got nine goals as well. Yes, over the weekend. Unbelievable. Coglu, but we're not talking about them at the moment. But um, they, I think Liverpool were brilliant, and they had to be. It was a response. Mm. I like the little cheeky, what a response message at two two thirty in the morning. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That's funny. I uh, think actually no, that came at half time, so it was about yeah one a.m. I, I wasn't expecting the other four goals to come. I thought they may put the cue in the rack after half time, but no, they just kept the foot down. And um, but yeah, but it is expected. You should be beating that. I mean, they're, oh, they're yeah, Bournemouth unfortunately let in one of the last two games. What twelve? Yeah, and scored none. Yeah, so they're going to have a tough season. Yeah. Yeah, no, as he said, expected, um, had to happen. Uh, as I said earlier, it, it, it can be, it can get difficult when bad results start to creep in, bad form creeps in, um, and that could carry on very easily. We've seen it from a number of top teams, United going bad runs, Arsenal, um, and some players that were criticised last week, Van Dijk, Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, they all had goal contributions oh, this week. Oh, yeah, but you can't uh, def- uh, praise your attackers, but what did your defenders actually... Uh, going forward, yes, but a, a poor defensive team, what did they do in defence? So I wouldn't, so I wouldn't oh, be going and saying Robbo and Van Dijk are, are back to their form of 2020 and 2021. No, I, just, I, I just think keeping a clean sheet was very Against important. Against Bournemouth. It was just very important. Well, you, you, I mean, you, I think when you go 5-6-0 up, uh, you can lose a bit of focus and you can easily concede a goal, but... I think it's just bit, it's important for their mentality uh, moving forward to, yes, score nine goals, absolutely, and not have Salah uh, contribute to any of them, uh, but also, yeah, defensively to stay, yeah, pretty grounded at the back. So, um, but yeah, on Salah, uh, as I just mentioned, no goals or assists from the nine goals scored. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for Liverpool, would you say? Oh, collectively, it's a good. It's a good thing that other people, other players, are scoring goals. Yeah, and are helping out the team, not oh. just the one. Right. We said the same thing about when Kane and Son didn't weren't involved in Tottenham's uh, yeah. win earlier in the year. We said it was a great thing the fact that they were able to find contribution from other players, yep. and you know they had not having to rely on it. So we can't change our tone now. Yeah, it'd be a bit hypocritical. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's and it's probably bad for your you know FPL. <laughs> Absolutely. Team as well, not getting any points. I'm quite happy with that because yeah, I think a majority of people had seller captains. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was quite funny actually. The the week after, people were saying how much Liverpool missed Sadio Mane, and they obviously mm. didn't have Mane out there, and Salah didn't contribute to any goals, and they still put nine in the back of the net. Uh, funny timing, really. Um, but yeah, more on Bournemouth uh, and Scotty Parker. This one was really interesting. He came out after the game. He said. He was surprised by the 9-0 result, but he wasn't really surprised at all because we, we did hear him in pre-season um, 
him saying that, you know, Bournemouth haven't made enough signings. I think he's made a few digs to the ownership. Um, and he he obviously believes that Bournemouth aren't a Premier League level side. So, like I said in the intro, he's, he's already starting to dig his own grave a bit. Um, and, yeah, I guess the, the question now is, are, are they destined for the drop? Is there any way back for, from them? Especially after a 9-0, their confidence would be absolutely shot. So to make up this goal difference will be a <laughs> that's a monumental effort in itself. Yeah, um, I, I think he actually dug his grave in preseason. Now he's actually just filling it in with him inside of it. Mm. At this stage, it's it, he's a dead man walking. We all said at the start of the year, and I'm not about to change my tune tune now. Is it unfair on him though? I mean, it's, and uh, potentially. I mean, you know, they've just obviously come up from the championship, so they won't have that experience from from the other. You know, the, the others around them, the other teams that could be down for the job. You know, you talk about Fulham and you talk about Nottingham Forest coming up. And then you talk about their transfers as well. Mm. I mean, like Bournemouth, they've still got five players in, still spent around about 25 million quid, right? Um, I, well, they've, I mean, they've got a couple of freebies as well. Fredericks, I think, and Rothwell. Fredericks from West Ham. Tavernier, they spent a bit of money on him. You, you kind of think, well, he's making excuses still because he, he's yeah but there's signings and there's signings of players you want yeah and I think that's the difference I think this is just almost we obviously don't know what's going on but as the board just said look we'll give you 25 grand, 25 mil but we need to see at least three players well straight away are we ever going to get the right players for that sort of cash yeah it's just it's. I just don't think it's ever going to happen so yeah. he's made his own bet a little bit and it's rough to blame him but it's hard not to because he's the manager yeah, and also the fixture. I mean, it really sets them up for failure when in, in your first four weeks you've got Manchester City away, Liverpool away, Arsenal. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it, they're lucky they got that win in the first week against Aston Villa. Um, but it really does set them up for failure. Uh, no one's expecting them to get points against those three sides and they start the season on a bad note automatically pretty much. So, um yeah. yeah, it is when they when they do start playing the likes of Forest and you know you, you talk about Wolves, Everton, Leicester. I mean Leicester haven't even got they they got one player as a uh, you know free transfer and obviously lost Schmeichel and stuff like that. So they haven't and they're going to be losing Fafana. Um, Fafana, yeah. So they don't have and they're rock bottom at the moment. So that things are struggling for them. So if they when it's when they start to play those teams, yeah. And then you can kind of really judge them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on, uh, and obviously Liverpool's title. Oh, I mean, can you Sorry, call them title Liverpool. contenders at Liverpool's the moment? Title. Liverpool's yeah, title already. Okay. City. I was oh, no. trying to um, find a transition to the next topic there. but We all said Liverpool's title. I know you changed it last I week. I did, <laughs> yep. A week before. Um, they're still in there. Still in there with a chance, aren't they? Liverpool. Well, if they you, get a Brazilian, there's still there's still a lot of weeks left, but no, just it's coming harder and harder to see. <laughs> so you, you don't see the nine 0 result as anything in terms of the title for Liverpool. It was Bournemouth. Okay, <laughs> I don't think that's the only relevant <laughs> point I need to I, make. I, I don't think you can ask the United saying, supporter that beat you the you know the week before. So it's 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 tough. Yeah, yeah and you were no, yeah, 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 let's, let's go wins, back. Let's go back to the, the start of the year when we were all smashing United, saying how poor they were after the first two weeks. You know, we can't just, we're going to be hypocritical to say any otherwise about a team that, you know, lost to United. So yeah. we just have to rein it. No, look, I, is the titles done and dusted? No. 
but geez, for City to keep continuously come back from 2 0 down. Yeah. That's got to be scary for any, you know, supporter, opposition fan, because it shows that if they can do this, they've got the momentum. They don't care if they go down in games now. It's irrelevant to them. It's not a mindset of, oh, we could lose this. It's, we'll come back. That's what we do. It'll come. We don't need to change things. We don't need to rush. Yeah. It'll come. That's well, a scary mindset from a team like this. Yeah. So now that you mentioned it, um, so they, they obviously went 2-0 down to Crystal Palace. They went 3-1 three, three, down to Newcastle a couple of weeks ago, salvaged a point there. They went 2-0 down to Aston Villa on the final day. Yep. So, I mean, what's that? Three games in their last five, uh, they've had to claw back a two-goal lead. Like you said, yes, well done on them um, fighting back and getting points when, you know, I mean, it's a two-goal lead. But on the flip side, um, how, how longer... How much longer can they sustain uh, fighting back from two goals down now, especially now that the midweek games are coming up, that's going to be taking a toll. Is there any cause for concern for Manchester City losing two goals? Like when we think of Manchester City, they, they're usually pretty solid at the back and they're conceding goals Absolutely. all of a sudden. They're looking a bit leaky. Shaky. They were a bit of a shaky start at the back. And Arcade's been playing. I, know, I don't think he played at the weekend because he was injured. Yes, he was. Um, yeah. But, you know, got... St- John Stones comes in, maybe lacking a bit of confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, so he was at fault for one of the goals for sure. Um, but it's, it's it's one of those, isn't it, that we've got Haaland up front, we'll score, you can score goals, but we'll score more than you. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think Guardiola's, you look back on that game 4-2, they won't look at the actual fact that they, and people won't, in the future, it's three points, isn't it? Yeah. So yes, they were 2-0 down at half time. They came back, won it, quite convincingly probably in the end yeah. um, and it's a game of two halves isn't it yep, yep. it and is you got to look at it last year Diaz and Laporte were first choice centre halves yep it wasn't Ake Ake has been with what City now for three or four or yeah. three years Bit and more. he rarely starts so they're not he's not playing his first choice Stone's not normally first choice I mean they're still Premier League they're still, pre- oh, they're still great like at most clubs they'd probably get a run yeah. there's no doubt about that but they're not they're not his usual standards. So there's there's definitely that playing a role. And Cancelo's playing as a midfielder most weeks. So they're effectively playing a back three. But I, look, I think honestly at this stage, Pep won't be enjoying conceding goals by any means. Yeah. But it is that sort of a game of, well, if you want to score goals against us, you've got to put players forward. And if you fail to score and we can get it out quick, well, yeah. you might as well shut the door because you're not stopping Haaland on a break or on a counter-attack. You're not stopping yeah. Grealish. You're not st- you can go through every single player in that forward line, midfield. Yeah. They're putting you to the sword. Yeah, Haaland was brilliant. Three mm. goals all in the second half. Um, he did that um, quite casually in the Bundesliga as well. I think that's his 13th hat-trick, career hat-trick. And yeah. it's certainly not going to be his last. So um, unbelievable player. But there was a controversial moment during that match where he could have been sent off when um, when Crystal Palace were 2-0 up. So that, that was obviously a massive turning point. He stayed on high foot, caught the defender on the head. I'm interested to know, uh, is that a red card? I didn't even see this. When like, yeah. I obviously watched the game, but I watched the highlights. I didn't even show that. So clearly as a Liverpool supporter, that's just cut you real deep. Um, <laughs> no, it's come up. They're talking, they were talking about it. And people were saying, yeah, yeah, definitely a definite red card. He's, he's looking at the ball. 
all the time. If you slow down, he's watching the ball coming out, and you know, I don't know who it was, Anderson, was it? I think yes. Palace, yeah. Palace um, defender. He kind of put his puts his head down. Yeah. Holland's got, he's a big unit. He's, he's got six, big long six, long six. legs. He's, he's trying to get the ball down. It's a foul. He's got his leg. It's definitely a foul. He's not a red card. Definitely red card. Not. There's got to be malice in it. He's exactly. got to actually it's be. Intentional. Yeah, and no for a start, way. he's going up for the ball. You're going. You're putting your body down. Yeah. What do you expect to happen? If yeah. you're going to lean into a challenge, you're going to put yourself in opportunity to get hurt. If Alarm was going through with a header and takes out his head on the way to getting the winning the ball, what's that's the difference? Header, that's, but prob- but that's probably causing more damage. Above his own. So it's a foul, and it was a foul. Absolutely it was a foul. Yeah, it was a foul against him. Then you, you carry on. I don't think it's a red card. I'm, again, he's looking at the ball as the ball's coming in. Yeah. The player, Anderson, comes in into, oh, into the shot. Uh, I just want to make this comparison. I'm sorry for making another Liverpool reference. Oh, I, thought, I thought I was getting worried we wouldn't hear about Liverpool can for we, the next two minutes. Can we cut this, this, is, this bit out? I'm no. sorry, but a couple of, a few seasons ago... Oh, so it's uh, not even irrelevant. <laughs> okay, this is good. Okay. Sadio Mane got sent off at the Etihad for a hard boot on Edison. I don't know if you guys but remember that. That's a goalkeeper that. as well. Let's but he was outside yeah, yeah, of his box. I do box. remember that. Do remember he that. he yeah, was yeah. outside of his box, Edison. He ran out to clear the ball. Mm-hmm. Sadio Mane put his foot up to... Yeah, but I remember that was very different. It wasn't the foot boot uh, it's also. Coming, yeah, towards yeah. him instead of... He's, he's not going towards like Anderson in that shot. He's from okay. a sideways, he's coming down. I think okay. I think it's a slightly different... Fair enough. Mm. I'm not saying Harlan should have been red card. I you just are. wanted to Let's, bring... I just wanted to make it a discussion, but fair enough. I, I do I think I do agree with you guys I think a yellow card still I don't know but yeah, if there'd yeah, been a yellow no one would argue I don't think no I don't, there wouldn't even, I think if there'd been a yellow this wouldn't even be a discussion everyone would have just moved on from the you point you see him it's not intentional he's not looking no. at the play he doesn't even see the yeah. play he's looking at the ball all the time I'd hate yeah. for those to be red cards yeah. I'm just saying I've seen them given um, yeah you've seen them given maybe not not, not now, nowadays with yeah, maybe not kind of yeah. cutting down on these, these incidents and there was another <laughs> controversial moment Crystal Palace could have also gone three nil up. Yep. Um, Edison went to distribute the ball by hand, and it got intercepted by the Crystal Palace attacker. Got put into his own net, and that was three nil. But it got chalked off because he, uh, I guess, the referee saw that it got kicked out of Edison's hand. But yeah, he's got a hand on the ball. He right? had a hand on the ball, but I don't know. It, it again, it's a tough one because how many goalkeeping errors have we seen? Like they've passed the ball again, Carrius Champions League final. Who does he play for? Or who did he play for? <laughs> Liverpool, yeah. Oh, okay. No, but just, just, just the. Yeah, he's not going to bring it up. I know. I've tried to forget about it, trust me. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've seen that with goalkeepers before, howlers. They, well, I think it's the hands on the ball, isn't it? I mean, they used yeah. to have it where. He didn't have it firmly in his grip. He went two hands on the ball, or is it one hand? I think he went they, to didn't throw they change it, it out. They change it now where they, they used to have. Mm. Hand, one one hand and you could go back in the olden days they used to go back and like head it out of the keeper's hands if they've just oh, put one hand these the days with, with, the, with the gloves I've got these days and you assume with Edison's hand as well he can probably hold the ball in one hand anyway so he could he could have literally <laughs> put it out there and pulled it back in yeah or even if it is just one hand so I think if they've got any sort of control mm. so to speak because from there yeah, he yeah. could still throw it up he could still it doesn't mean that he was going to roll it on the ground yeah. he still has options so I think I it's still within yeah. his control so to speak I'd argue that um, I mean, be I'd argue points. that the ball wasn't actually in Edison's. It wasn't touching Edison's hand by the time the Crystal Palace. Yeah, played. okay. I haven't seen the. the okay, yeah, because it, it, like he could have blocked Edison's path. Maybe it was too close to Edison when he was yep. distributing it. Maybe that's why the foul was called. And I'm not 100 percent clear on the rules, but 
uh, it was very harsh. I think on any other day that could have just easily been given a goal. But yeah. Anyway, uh, it didn't happen. Move on. Yeah, that's it. Um, Don't worry. See you, Liverpool. <laughs> um, Chelsea were the other uh, team on that day. Um, and there was, there was one point, half time, the results were just looking absolutely crazy. Like uh, City were 2 0 down, Liverpool were 5 0 up. Chelsea, uh, Chelsea were sent down. <laughs> it's every two were, minutes, I'm actually done with it. <laughs> Chelsea were sent to 10 men um, yeah. at half time. Yet Sterling pops up with two goals again against Leicester's. Uh, Brendan Rodgers uh, struggling Leicester side, so mm. um, that obviously mounts the pressure on them a little bit more too. But how, how did Chelsea? I mean, how did Leicester allow a ten-man Chelsea to win? Good on. Um, good on it's Chelsea. it's just where they're at. Mm. It's it's the same squad that it was. This is still a very similar squad to a couple of years ago. They've not brought in anything to revitalise it. They've lost key players and key positions and key leadership players as well. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's probably going to be more out the door. I, if I was Tealersman, I wouldn't be staying there. Like, yeah. Well, he, I mean, you say absolute, that about a lot of their players now. But, I think he's pretty bang average, Tealersman, anyway. I don't think he really? tracks back. He's good going forward. It's just, he, do, he does have complaints he just doesn't, about... Doesn't tackle. Okay. Doesn't get in, get involved. You see him walking around the centre, centre circle. Mm. I, don't, I just think he's, he's a great little player but he, he's not a team player so is that sort of a mid-table team where you can get away with doing that because yeah, maybe, yeah, no maybe. one's expecting massive results but if you score the odd bang oh, everyone's happy or no one's picking, picked him up or gone for him yet because yeah because of this he's yeah. not that you've seen him too many times just you know walking, walking around yeah he gets lost quite a bit yeah yeah. But anyway, we're talking about <laughs> Leicester. <laughs> well, this is all, that's all to do with their struggles. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a direct linchpin to it. It's, it is. They did. Yeah. They did uh, pull a goal back. Harvey Barnes, I think it was. Um, but yeah, it's it's not looking good for them at well, the moment. Should, um, with ten men, they shouldn't be losing. Yeah, they they're, should be putting last. more pressure on. At least, at least be getting a point. Yeah, at, yeah, a bare, exactly. at a bare minimum, that should be your expectation, especially for that long. It's not like it was the last ten minutes of the game, and you know they're trying to fall. It was a strong period. Yeah. I, I mean, Mendy, he had a shocker the, the week before, yeah. but he, he was excellent and yeah, made some world class saves. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Um, so Thomas Tuchel as well. He was he was sitting in the stands. So yeah, well he should be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Instig- instigating a fight with yeah yeah the magician. <laughs> on Chelsea though uh, as I mentioned uh, Raheem Sterling two goals yeah, um, very good do they still need a number nine we were talking last week about their need for a proper striker and uh, they're in the hunt for Anthony Gordon another winger they're bringing in for Farno a yeah. defender is yeah. is a striker still at the top of their priority list or can Sterling be that player Havertz has had a slow start to the season I'd argue, yeah, argue that Mason Mount has as well but yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll go. Actually, I might go into that in a minute, but mm. um, I, you're like, what? Well, yeah, caught me off guard. Yeah, come on, now. No, I don't, but I'll talk talk about Chelsea at the moment. But yeah, I still think I know Lukaku didn't have a good had a shocker of a season last year, but they, they still need that player to come in. Yeah, Obama Yang is he's maybe on the cards, but maybe not on the cards. Is mm. he going to United now? Is he not coming because of con- contract issues or something? Yeah, but I think. Yeah, it doesn't look. They need to score goals, and you know they they should. Yeah, yeah, they should yeah. get one. Yeah. Oh look, they're not that. They're not that stage of building. They're at a stage where they need to be putting to, uh, together a team to compete now. This yeah. isn't a young team that's building for a championship. This is one that's 
yeah. realistically needs one in the next two seasons, mm. and including this one. So yeah, they've got to go after someone that can is their complete product. But there's not many around. It is it is literally just looking at Aubameyang mm. as a serious option that's available as we speak. As a stopgap, more yeah. so than anything. And that's it. Literally, get two good years, two three good years out of him, and then by then they'll be able to build their squad in a way that. They want to assume it's still Tuchel, which it probably won't, because that's how it's going to be going for managers. This season, <laughs> this season. Yeah, I told you this season. Yeah, that was his. That was his. That was his. Um, Fair loss to the weekend. A bold one. Yeah, yeah, true. You know. But instead, it's Brendan Rodgers. He, I mean, they they dead last. They're dead last, but no no transfer. Like literally one free transfer, as we said. Um, it's, it's, it's honestly remarkable with the money that's coming in. But it's also sad with the fact that they obviously won the Premier League FA Cup. But they've always um, been such a bold team in the transfer window, I think, over the last yeah. few years anyway. Well, the reality is who's, who's replacing Vardy, who's pretty much, I'm not going to say he's done because he'll probably pop up and score another 10 or 15 goals this year. But Club the, legend, mate. But he's there's no, but yeah, but there's still, no there seems to be no game plan to yeah. replace him. And he, how many years has he got left at this level? Yeah. Because they might not be at this he's level just either. He's a new contract, isn't he? Yeah, one or two years, I think it yeah. was. Yeah, it's just it's an instant. It's almost like they're just happy to keep him at the club. Yeah, because the fans love him and to do the right thing by him. Well, you would get, you get rid of him. He's their best player, would he? Well, no, but, these, but who are they? What's the succession plan? Yeah, there seems to be yeah, no yeah, right. look on, on the future because they're not signing anybody. No, really, I can't think of many young talents they've got out there running around. Yeah, they've got. I think they've got Ian Acho, who again yeah. seems like he's out of favour at the moment. I always he had a good season a couple of years ago, but he still doesn't really. Um, he's not a regular starter. Same with Dakar. Yeah, but they're Rodgers, both there, and yeah. neither of them have yeah. taken the world by storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so how long does Rogers have left? In all, let's be let's be serious here. They're bottom of the league. How how much longer can this form keep up before the, they pull the pin on him? I don't know. It'd be a little bit harsh. I still. Yeah, we were talking about him last season. Well, there was rumours of him leaving, of him being fired last year, yeah. being sacked. So, where there's smoke, there's fire, and you can't imagine it's far away. But who are Leicester going to get to replace him? Exactly. That and that—that's honestly the question that—that's uh, probably holding them back a little mm. bit because they needed with the team they've got needs needs to be a football playing manager or quite a direct one. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. I can't think of that many. Sean Dyche, but <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a very interesting. Bruce that's a very Bruce interesting combat. Yeah. They're interesting moves. They're interesting yeah. moves, but this is the sort of thing that happens later in the season if you can bring in those those sort of guys. Yeah, you know, for the more fight, are they there for their long? You know, you bring in a Sean Dice, you're planning for a year. You're planning for a few years of him. Yeah, and maybe he's the right choice because maybe they are going. You know what? We're probably going to be in the championship next year. <laughs> they, yeah, maybe we need. Maybe we need to build up. And it, it, there's no doubt Dice could do that. So surely they won't be thinking about that now. It's only four games in. Well, well, this but this yeah, is the reality. Yeah. If, if, who they, if they're not going to sign anybody, how are they, they going to jump though? That'd be so sad. Like Leicester, oh, it'd be incredibly sad. Leicester, winning that Premier League title in what, 2016. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's such a drop. Um, but you can see, like with Schmeichel leaving, I know. Sorry, no, Schmeichel no. leaving. Obviously, something's not right. Players want to go. It is. It is very bizarre for your club captain to leave to yeah. leave the country just for some. Where did he end up going? Nice, was it? It's going to Nice with must with be nice. Ramsey. <clears throat> yeah, very nice there. Very nice, especially in the uh, in the summer. Absolutely. Uh, and just quickly before we move on, boys, uh, the last thing to take from that game, the Conor Gallagher sending off, oh, yeah. and he was uh, one of the most uh, promising players coming from last year, uh, coming out of the last season. I mean. Um, 
yeah, sending off. Is, is he better without Chelsea? I mean, it, it seems like a pretty big step up. He's obviously got quality, but would it be better better for him and his uh, career growth to be at, again, like a club like Crystal Palace or another team in that area? I don't know. I think he's just trying, to, trying too hard. That's all. He's trying, trying to impress. Yeah. You know, he, it was a standout uh, season last year. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Promising, as you said. He's come back to his to Chelsea and he's, he wants to get into the team which he's been playing playing okay yeah um, but not hitting those heights mm. and I think it's the, like the two yellow cards it's like <laughs> very quick yeah one after the other it was I think he was just trying trying too hard to you know, yeah committed and there was no complaints about no not he, he knew what he did and he just for Tuchel to come out though to absolutely destroy him I, I have a something about Tuchel cool at the moment obviously um, but I just think he's got a he's a young kid and he's got to give him you know he's got to back him yeah and if he's if he's coming out already after the game saying he's giving him you know it's madness he should be should be protecting that kid because yeah. he's, he's up and coming and, and he needs to if he's going to go back to Palace or go to another team that might be better for him beneficial is get a manager that's that can look after him yeah. in certain situations yeah like yeah. that well said, well said. Um, trivia from this game, boys. I've got a little trivia question. I've brought it back for this episode. Um, and you've probably seen the answer on my computer screen, to be honest. I've been looking for it on there. So. <laughs> oh, have you? Um, all right. So the question is, Raheem Sterling became the third player in Premier League history to score for each of Man City, Liverpool and Chelsea. Who are the other two? Do own goals count? No. Okay. Like a try. <laughs> it's just so a player that's obviously played for those three clubs and scored. Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Hmm. The third player. Who are the other two? Who are the other two? Yeah. Okay. And they're pretty recent as well. They're very actually they're very recent. The only player I can think of, and I know it's not him, is Frank Lampard. But I know it's not. But he's the only player in my head at the moment. Well, he didn't play for Liverpool. No, I know. <laughs> this is yeah. No, that, that's my issue. I know you. Yeah. I know it's not him. But in my head, that's all I have right now. No, no. No, I had Fernando Torres, but he only played for two of them. Yep. Yeah. It's the issue. It's ticking that last box. Um, I'll give you a clue. They are both strikers. And again, they well, are. I mean, that was the assumption. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Because you had Frank Lampard. Hang on a sec. Yeah. <laughs> there is. Here we go. Oh, he, he, came, he came over to Perth, didn't he? No? Sturridge. Sturridge? Did he play for all? That is yeah. one. Okay, no, Sturridge is one. Daniel he Sturridge. did play for Man City. He started off at Man City, went yep. to Chelsea and Liverpool. And look right. at him now, looking, looking for his dog still. Did he end up scoring a goal for <laughs> Perth Glory? Did he even play a full match for Perth Glory? I don't know. I reckon That's you terrible. could put all the minutes he played in Perth together and he still didn't finish a match. <laughs> Signed sign a few autographs and that's about it. Didn't want to get in a plane. It's a long plane. It's a long plane, it's it's a long plane right? It's, it's flown over here. For, it's about 24 hours. What's four hours? Anyway, storage was wrong. Wasn't yeah, storage. Storage was... The other ones are probably the same period as storage or maybe a bit before or both. He definitely played whilst storage was around. Um, English? No. What nationality? Uh, good question. Uh, okay, now we're all thinking. Okay, that's good. Uh, that might be. Uh, I don't know. Can we have an initial? French. I think he's French. A French striker. I think he was French. Yeah, he that was. was at yeah, City, City, Liverpool, mm. and Chelsea. <laughs> French. You probably wouldn't Cis- know he no, played for Cissé. Liverpool. Like he was, it was only a loan move, but he was pretty big at Chelsea. He, he made his career at Chelsea. Um. 
very good striker, may I add. Definitely peaked in like the, between the 2010 to 2014 era. I should know. Teamed up with Didier Drogba at times and... We should we shouldn't stay. I'm, too now, long. I'm, I'm, now I'm not looking at I'm not looking at God or the producer no, going. What do you have for me? Lost it. <laughs> do, do you want me to give you yes, the answer? Yes. Yeah. Nicholas and Alka. Oh my okay, god! No yes. Way. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. Yes, he oh, did have a little me. loan spell at Liverpool. I probably should have. Of course, we should have got that one. Should have got that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he did team up with um, Didier Drogba, didn't he? Oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, and he was French. He was French, I think. Yeah, he was French. Yeah, he was French. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Definitely French. Sure. <laughs> um, moving he, on. He, he is French. I don't think he's... He, I think he's changed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He, sorry, he is French. Um, Harry Kane, talking about strikers. Uh, yeah, one season wonder. Absolutely, yeah. One season wonder. Just knocked up his 200th league goal. Yeah. I think that's not including... Uh, that is including, sorry, goals that he Late scored on loan. In the championship, yeah, Leighton Orient. I think he scored a couple. Yeah, he would have played over there. Um, yeah, yeah, Leighton Orient. So, 187 goals for Spurs. That's it. He's 73 behind the leader, uh, yep. Alan Shearer. Good maths. Math. Um, Good math. And Good then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's still got a little. It's got a wee bit to go. 73 goals. Can he? Can he reach it? I think he will. I think he will. Yeah. Yeah. I think I he's, mean, got he's, he's got a few. He's got a few. I mean. That's pending if he if he stays, stays fit, if he stays league. fit and stays in the prem. There's no reason he can't get to that yep. that level. Seventy three goals. That's three seasons, including this year. So he's definitely got the. I mean, twenty goals a year. Three seasons, including or excluding this year. Including. So if he if he scores twenty to twenty five this year, yeah. he's easily got another. Uh, he can score twenty goals over yeah. the next three seasons. Mm-hmm. And that's already the majority of his work done. Yeah, it's not thirty. I mean, at this rate, why can't he score four hundred? Really, he's that bad. It's just yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> um, and he only really hit the scene at Tottenham when he was what 22, 23? Yeah, he's late late bloomer. Late bloomer. Had a few yeah. loans. Uh, Very good. He's, he's taken. He's overtaken. Sorry, Andrew Andrew Cole's record. He's on. He's level with him. Oh, is he level? Or okay, oh, no, actually. He's, he's, no, he's overtaken he, now. Yeah, no. the second goal. Yeah. Sorry. 186, 187 now. Yeah, yeah. Not Andy Cole. Plug it in. Yeah, yeah. Is it all good? Is that better? Yeah. And he missed a pen as well. So he could have got 188. That's it. First yeah. penalty to miss in 21 attempts or 22 attempts. Mm, it's not 2018 was the last penalty he, lost. He, he, he missed. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good strike rate, you'd have to say. Uh, he's just getting uh, the the bad ones out now ahead of the World Cup. You'd hope, Al. Uh, <laughs> well, well I was, exactly. But I was thinking about the World Cup, and and I, I won't go into too much detail. But Kane, Sterling, at least they're playing well. But the others, you're struggling. Centre halves are struggling. Obviously, Maguire, Stones. It's, I, I, yeah, yeah. Who, who's behind them? You reckon? Just maybe Smalling had a good year uh, last year. Cody, you've got Cody, Joe Gomez. Mm. Had to, it, who's he played for again? <laughs> I think you know, but he, he's, those, he's playing for Liverpool at least. Maguire's not. That's it. Hmm. Maguire and Stones. You know, they, if they have some, they're not going to play. Well, it's Maguire hard to see him getting any play. game time at the moment. Exactly, and, and I hope it, I hope that stays that way. Yeah, and they've got Conor Gallagher who wants to you know, make it. So yeah, it's yeah. that World Cup year coming up in a couple of months. It's going to be yeah, it's going to be interesting. But back on yeah. Spurs. Um, I mean, you guys are flying at the moment. I, mean, uh, I don't know in terms of form. 
I'll let you answer that. But three wins, one draw. I'd say it's a pretty good start to the season. It's a very good start to the season, you know. Unbeaten, yeah. Yeah. unlike other teams we talk about. <laughs> um, and yeah, we scored a few goals as well. I think we, since March, we've got the most, it's another crap stat. It doesn't really make a difference. I mean, who cares? It's a different season, isn't it? But since March, we've, we've got the most points out of any other team. It's the Conte effect. And that's why I had him so, that's why I had Spurs so high up on my Pre-season predictions. Um, I reckon they're top three quality, even top two. Yeah, um, even you know if if what I think is going to happen and a lot of points are going to be dropped from the likes of City and yeah. Liverpool keep dropping points. I think um, it's not going to be a year where we're going to have teams finishing with ninety points. I reckon it's going to be very open. And if Spurs keep this up, I think they're more likely to keep it up than Arsenal. So. I'd have them no, as a serious so. title Thanks, contender. He's <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I agree. I think they're looking good. They're not playing especially well, but we're getting three three wins in a draw. That's all that matters. Yeah. You don't have to play good football. As long as you get three points, it's, it's irrelevant. Yeah. And it's a, probably a win you wouldn't have had. Okay, um, change your, sorry, Nick, change your tune. It's about like five <laughs> minutes ago saying, you know, they're not playing well. Oh, oh no, but safe. I have different, you know, I mean? you know, I have different expectations. Win. It's two wins. It's <laughs> still not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Mitch. <laughs> a, a funny moment from that game, actually, Richarlison. Actually, he made a very good impact off the bench, Richarlison. Uh, got the assist. Great assist. Very, very good to set up Harry Kane for the last goal, seal the game. But what did you make of his uh, keepy-uppies? Uh, he got taken out by, I think it was Nico Williams. Uh, he wasn't too happy about it. You're going to take him out doing that sort of thing. But yeah. Maybe, Mitch, what do you think? Um, but you, you go first and then I'll... Is it a dis- disrespectful oh, It's extremely today? disrespectful, but it's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's just... It's uh, honestly, it's the best thing. And, and if you're going to do that, expect to get kicked oh, and yeah. then move on. I just, I think that's... <clears throat> I've got no so, issues with doing the keepy-ups. I've got no issues with how it ended. Just fair's fair. That's that. That's an even I, score. Uh, One all. I hate it. I hate. I hate keepy-up is during a match. I hate rainbow flicks during a match. If you're doing that, okay. Then on to this. To uh, what was our com- go our conversation? Yeah. I mean, first of all, obviously I'm going to love it because I'm a Tottenham fan. It's my <laughs> Richie the pigeon is new. My my new Prue Prue is my new uh, favorite player. <laughs> um, he's our number uh, number nine. Uh, but he comes, you know, I think keep you up, he's, is it disrespectful? Probably a little bit, but it's, I, I think if you can compare it to people wasting time in the corner flag, you know, people run to the corner flag and they do all these trying to tricks and mm-hmm. falling over. A goalkeeper just stopping the ball not being able to see Why is there even a need to time waste when you're 2 0 off? Well, just, to make sure it doesn't go to 2 1. Taking the PIWS. Yeah, but we all said it, and every team wants one now. Yeah. He's a Brazilian. You need some Brazilian class. Jogo Benito. Have you seen that? You know? You know the ads back in the day? Oh, I, think, I, think was just, I, think, I don't think Nick or I were around the place <laughs> no, back no, then. You probably saw what, you weren't alive, but it's when you know Ronaldo, the old Ronaldo, Romero, they all play they, they all play in the airport and they're all doing keep you uppies and flicking mm-hmm. and it's all the Brazilian team. Was it in black and white? The ad? Mate, watch it, watch it. It's very good. Uh Jogo Benito. Brilliant. Mm, well, there you Play go. beautifully or something. That's we what it's, we have what it seen says. some Brazilians come in. Richarlison, uh, yeah. West Ham signed one today. They um, did. Paquita, I think I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Lido has moved to Nottingham Forest. Yeah, there's been a fair few. And um, I mean, a Rich- of Jesus. Jesus, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, that's it. Yeah. You need a Brazilian so they can get away with it as well. 
because they have that magic, they have that flair. I, Happy I, days. I, I if it had been Neymar, we would have never heard the end of this and you know, we well, would have made world news and it would have been disgusting and terrible. Exactly. But it's Richarlison, so everyone goes, it's pretty he funny. He does have that attitude. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's, he's got that swagger and he's a, let's be honest here, he's the he's a, of a player. He's a, so it doesn't shock anybody because he'll wear through someone else next week for doing something similar. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and if, if it wasn't Tottenham, I'd be the same with you. I'd say it's disrespectful. Go through him. Yeah. I'd definitely go through him. Yeah. Sure, what am I saying? But <laughs> I probably would. Um, <laughs> Dimar Haman, Liverpool legend, yes. he came out of the weekend watching this saying it should have been a free kick to Forrest and a yellow card for doing that sort of thing on the pitch. Uh, I mean, is that, is, that, is that crazy talk or is that... For, I mean, for doing KPRPs. Yeah, just because no, he doesn't like him because he's Liverpool, Everton yeah. sort of thing. That's is, that, crazy, is that all it is? Yeah. Crazy talk. I mean, I, I dislike Richarlison more than the next bloke, uh, but no, that's not... A, you can't give a free kick for... For doing, it's not as if he did, he did both feet like did, did around the world or anything like that he, I mean, even if you, nice can, you can do that if you want you can <laughs> do just, but he got taken out for doing yeah, it yeah exactly it was a, it was a foul it's, it's an unwritten fair. rule if you it's do football. that then you're going to cough it so um, leave it at that I don't think any official rules need to be uh, written <laughs> and also if he flicked it he did a couple of flicks and took a shot <laughs> or something oh well, it's like the little flick that, that yeah. Deli Ali did mm. poor Deli Ali go into that <laughs> He's, he's gone all beshiktas now. Um, <laughs> Poor Tally Alley. Well, the sign of the cross. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying, like, obviously, he's not the Premier League anymore, but he yeah. uh, he did that against Crystal Palace, mm -hmm. against the uh, Aussie centre-half. He flicked it, flicked it over his head. Yedinak. Yeah. Yedinak, was it? Yedinak was still, CDN, yeah. still walking with his head down on the pitch, going, what just happened? Yeah. That was more of gaining control of the football, oh, though, more course, than time wasting. Yeah, it. but it's still a bit of a yeah. silk, isn't it? Anyway, we're, yeah, we're... <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Yeah, it'll be funny if he does it again, though, next week. But <laughs> let's, all this week, let's wait and see. Um, a couple of quickfire questions. We haven't spoken about Manchester United yet. Uh, we'll get stuck into that now, but they're usually the main topic. We're used to being, them, uh, used to being uh, the main topic every week, Manchester United, but... Mitch, two wins in a row. Uh, quick fire question. Does Ten Hag finally have a grip on this United side? I think he's finally put the squad out that he's content with. I won't say happy, but content. Mm -hmm. um, but no, it's it's still not where he wants it to be. It's still not where I think most supporters want it to be. Yeah. But they are, you know, with their winning game, winning, they've won two games. It'd be interesting to see what Casemiro is like once he actually gets some quality time under his belt and he yeah. needs it. Yeah. Um, but he is a great pickup because that, even that little 10 minute stint at the end of the game against Southampton, you could just, it's a different level. And the videos of him training is, is another level again. So it's what, it's what United needed. It's especially in that midfield because it just, it's, it's still poor. Yeah. All they needed, another Brazilian. And they listen to the game. Another Brazilian. Anthony, another Brazilian. Two of them. See, it's the trend continues, isn't it? Well, we've got Fred as well. Yeah, and so we've got three Brazilians. Well, no, Do you I want to put that at that level? I mean, oh, no, different <laughs> level, but Brazilian. Jogo Benito. <laughs> Jogo Benito. Um, on Anthony, though, is he the missing piece of the puzzle? No. Is he worth 100 million? It's 85 million, isn't it? No, but anyone, any Nick just needs Nick just needs another team to spend hundred mil on a strike on a forward so he can feel better about himself. Um, look, if he plays three games and doesn't headbutt someone, I'm going to say yes. So I can't tell you till for another three games um, from when he comes in. But yeah, if you can get through three games without headbutting somebody, he's worth every penny. Fact check: 
Anthony is 100 million pounds. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, what's his name? Darwin Nunes, he was 100 million euros, but I think that's included with add-ons if we win trophies, etc. But I think it's like something like 80 million. I think the point, they just like throwing the hundred million tag on him, but but is your point being like we were saying a few weeks ago, Gary yeah. Neville? Oh, the Glazers don't spend any money. No, spend over two hundred million quid. Now mm. this is also what you're supposed to do when you own a club is is put money into it to especially when United they're in United in the position but, but they're, they're in. So so they're not spending money. Well, I haven't done for they're how not many years? Any money? Oh, it's still they, not. It's still not where it needs to be. No, but hang on. How much they spent on Sancho last season? Eighty. Yeah. The argument isn't that they haven't spent money. It's they haven't invested their own money into the club. The, it, the money is revenue that the club has made. That's just what Neville says, though. No, but hang on. Well, that, but I'm just, I'm, and that's what I'm saying. That's the argument. I'm not saying yeah. that's the that's the you know truth and the be all and end all because I don't. I'm not on the board of United. I can't actually tell you what the dollar signs are. Uh, but you know, if that's a reality, then that's a fair argument. Yeah. Because you're there as a. If you're going to go out and own something, if you want to improve it, you actually have to invest. You can't just go. Oh well, we only made twenty dollars this year, so uh, here's twenty bucks. Go and buy yourself an ice cream. It's is it? Over, it is overspending though. Is it? I mean, oh, Anthony, I, I, I he, hasn't, he, he hasn't played a game yet, so I can't. I can't come in. He could come and take the league by storm, and then it's it's irrelevant. Oh, absolutely. But but a hundred mil. 100 well, is, mil. Is it officially a hundred mil? I actually don't. I I think so. I'm led to believe by the reports. That is that on like all the Liverpool fan pages? Where it's <laughs> just like. <laughs> I'm led to believe that it's a hundred million. Um, I could be wrong. But it's still a lot of money. It's, it's, it's it is a lot of money for a player that is unproven in this league, and yeah. consider that Haaland was less than that, and, yeah, exactly. and everything else, and you and you can ask questions, but yeah, it in the end, look, but well, I actually were keen, so yeah. but I actually knew we were chasing him, so they've just put up the price and gone. Well, okay. Cool. Here's a ridiculous sum. If you're going to pay it, we'll, we'll let him yeah. go. If, if not, well, we're happy. So, and it's United a ten hard signing because he's obviously played with him. Yeah, yeah. He knows what he knows, and that's the thing. He knows what he's going to get. He's not going getting a player that is unproven to him. Mm. He's getting a player that's unproven to this league. So Ten Hag obviously goes, you know what? You're the exact player that I need in this squad to tick the box because I, I know what you can do and what mm. you are willing to do for me. And for him, that's enough. And that's. Yeah. You know that, that you've got to back your manager in that situation, and you, I assume that there's a few senior players now helping him with decision making. Yeah, um, and they're they're having a lot of faith in those guys because you know Casemiro's seen a bit of Anthony throughout. You know, in just in competitive games, I think Varane and Casemiro. I think a little. I think they have quite a bit to do with what United are doing at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I think you, I agree with you, Glaze as well. If you own something, you have to invest in it. Oh, absolutely. And we we all know that very well. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. If you don't invest in it, it's not going to move forward, right? The grass is greener yeah, when you water it. it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, it's very, very true. Um, but, uh, yeah, a, a funny a funny stat on spending in the transfer window uh, this season. English teams have spent more than uh, the other four top European leagues To be honest combined. with you, is that just also just based off Nottingham's trend? If we take out Nottingham Possibly. out of that, I reckon Possibly. it could even out quite a bit. Possibly, but it, it is a staggering mm. uh, fact. But uh, we got to move on. Uh, Al, a quick-fire question for you. Did Arsenal over-celebrate their win over Fulham? Yeah, it looked like they won the, won the league. <laughs> it's just, I mean, they're doing a bit. They're doing a... Like last season, they're doing it. Yeah, okay, they're at home. It's normally pretty quiet at home at the ground. <laughs> um, they were pretty lucky, I thought, as well. Yes. Um, 
Another my boy Mitrovic scored again. Yeah, yeah. My, <laughs> my boy. My boy is not in my FPL, by the way. He's in Bordeaux. Um, but yeah, they celebrated. Like I mean, it's it's you know, it's four games in. Let's see when they come up against yeah. the bigger teams. Yeah, I don't mind them. Like yeah, yeah. You make a good point. I think that there is definitely definitely an element of over celebrating there from Arsenal fans, but. I mean, when they've been down for as long as they have and, you know, they've had a good start to the season and things are looking nice and rosy, um, you can't... I mean, that's what football's all about is celebrating the wins and they might not be up there uh, for much longer and they probably know that, so you may as well enjoy it while it's it's still around. (laughs) (laughs) Al hopes not and, yeah, probably me too, actually. Um, A quick one for both of you. Uh, who's closer to getting the sack? Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard. One word answer. Stevie G. Stevie G. Obviously, yeah, Stevie G. Stevie G. I've said that since week week one. Yeah. I said he was one of the ones. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I'm just unc- unconvinced by him. I just think his aura of who he is will keep him safe in the English game longer than it would if he was a, an international coach, so to speak. Yeah, yeah it, it is. His record is starting to look pretty bad compared well, to Gary Neville's. Yeah. Well, the fans are going against him now as well a bit. But yeah, they, they were booed off the pitch, Aston Villa. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably have to agree with you. I, I don't think Lampard's that far behind, but I reckon he's got more of a backing at mm. the moment than Stephen Gerrard. Boys, player of the week. Uh, this is going to get spicy, I think. Yeah, um, because we've all seen your sheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, should I start just to set the tone then? Set the tone of... We don't know what we're talking about, or you don't know what you're saying? Because this is oh, okay. this is highly questionable. <laughs> okay, well, for one vote, I've gone uh, Raheem Sterling, two goals. Very, very good. Um, obviously, 10-man Chelsea. Two, I've gone Erling Haaland for his hat-trick. And three, uh, very rightly so, and very deserved, Roberto Firmino. Okay. Uh, five five goal involvements, um, two goals, three assists. I don't care who you're playing against. If you have five score involvements... In a game, so of you don't care. So, like last night when I was at training and I was against my under tens and I scored twenty goals. That's so do I my player of the match? so he's comparing a Premier League side to under tens. Well, you said you just said you just you your exact words were I don't care who you're against. And okay, fair if, enough. You caught, you no, caught me no, out no. there, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do, do you want to? Um, well, okay, well, you've had uh, Bobby Firmino. Okay, I mean, if if I'm going to ask you a question, Nick. <laughs> I thought this was a lock. I thought we were all going to have Firmino in three. Like, what more can you do? There is not a person in this room that agrees with you right now. If he didn't play for Liverpool, would you have put... Absolutely. So when Halan goes and does this, or De Bruyne goes and does this against Bournemouth, is that a lock for three points? Can we just get this on record right now? Absolutely. Okay, good to know. Absolutely. We've all heard this. We've got this in recording. Okay, good okay. to know. Now we can move on. Yeah, I understand. Harland, three goals. Fantastic. Firmino three assists plus two goals. Give me, tell me which one is. You've had two more goal involvements. Why, why is that not again against, against Bournemouth? An, an, an no, interesting no one. An yeah, int- the whipping boys. Yeah, an, yeah. an interesting one. Just to finish off. This be good. Um, four four of those five goal involvements came in the first thirty minutes in the most important crucial time of the match. So what you're saying is clearly, when Liverpool clearly, needed to come out firing, <laughs> when Liverpool needed to come out firing. So what you're saying is when the he, when Bournemouth was at their worst, at their peak, at their peak of they hadn't settled into the game properly at all. That's when Bobby did all no, the damage, Liverpool, and then the second half once that settled in, it. they needed they to dropped c- off. They needed to come out firing, Liverpool. They needed to set the tone. He was criticised. Fans wanted him dropped. 
he came out. I, I, again, I don't, we no, did not expect sorry. that scoreline against... You don't expect the scoreline, but you expect to, to beat them. Right? You expect to beat them, but five goal involvements from one player. Anyway, that's my tip. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a loss. <laughs> we know it's just yours. There's no argument there. Okay, so who wants to go next with their three, two, and ones? Um, I'll have you. I'll... Yeah, I'll go with... Uh, I'm going to go my one point with Mendy. Uh, you know, okay. Yeah. Ten men. Yep. Made a couple of crucial saves. Uh, mm-hmm. He's pretty pretty decent actually, and they got that one as said from from the previous week. A lot, yeah, such an improvement. He could have got dropped. He was that bad. Um, I'm gonna go and I and look, look at me. Listen to this as well. All right. I'm going to go with Harry Kane and number two. Two okay. points. That sounds like someone who doesn't put his team interest. Above, he's honest and you know. Well, because I could have given, I could have given Stern. You could have gone, you know, with lots of other different players. Bobby Firmino, please. Could have gone with him, really. To be honest, we haven't even given a point. But what? Um, Not even a point. What do you? What do you have to do? On if you're that, if you're that now, it's going to get worse. What do you have to do? Listen to me. I, I, I could have gone given a point. I could have given him a point, right? But I didn't. I went with Harry Kane. Because he got the milestone again, keeps on breaking those records. <laughs> and he plays for Spurs. Got new Spurs. And then three points is Haaland. I'm just two nil down at half time. Comes on. Comes on. Second half. Yeah. Three goals. I love you, Al. I value your Patrick, opinion. Patrick Hero. You've lost some credibility for me. No, well, and it's, well, it's about because, to get worse for you. I should have given. I should have maybe given him a point. At least. At least I can That's what I'm saying. Look, Maybe a point, but I couldn't. Five. I thought Mendy deserved I don't care. it. Oh, okay, fair enough, Mendy. I, I like that you're trying to include other players, but Harry goalkeepers. Kane, Harry Kane, two 0 at the county ground. A lot of teams are going to struggle to beat Forest at the county ground. Firmino kicked two goals and had an extra three assists. Yeah, but they put, you're, you're playing Bournemouth at home. <laughs> So, so game no offence to Bournemouth. A lot of teams probably expected us to lose with giving our four. Scott Par- Parker <laughs> wrote them off before the game. They didn't want to get he on the bus. He wrote them off at the start of the season. They want to get on the bus. They still need to kick goals. And someone still needs to kick him. So yeah, you do. They play very well. Don't worry. Score them. And to be fair, not, not three the, grass, the grass was watered, so it was a wet pitch. It wasn't dry. <laughs> so everything was in your favour, to be honest with you. It was the perfect conditions. So yeah, you're, you're going to tell me that Firmino's no, going to I'm, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make your day. <laughs> so my well, one point was Harry Kane. Change it. Um, his two goals, fantastic. Not just the fact that it was a milestone, but he's, he's stepping up early in the season, which is unusual. And, he, and I think is a good sign well, for well, well, Hang on a sec. It's unusual. What, one season last year? Cause he was th- well, he normally starts slower than... He doesn't normally come on firing from the start of the season. That's the standard. He normally, first month, can be a okay, bit slow. Fair enough. <laughs> so, and he comes home hard. So this right, is good I'm for sure, England. I'm this sure. is good for Tottenham. Okay. Two points, Sterling. You can't knock him. He just... He's behaved critics. He's going. been slow to start. <laughs> and then three points. This is just for you. Fernandez. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, it's out. no, it's Obviously, it's Holland. It just you, <laughs> the hat trick actually, you know, helped his team to a vital win. Because if he doesn't score those, they lose. If Bobby's not involved in your five, it's still four, mate. So he does nothing against no, a team I that would, can't defend. I would argue that if Bobby's not there, you um, lose. Because I, I love this well, argument. He can chalk off those first four goals. He contributed to it. Uh, I thought it was five. Five goals, but four were in the first 30 The minutes. truth comes so out. It would be five goals, and it would be f- only four goals. Yes, you? I know, but does, if you don't have that start to the game, do you really have the momentum to keep going? Like, he, had, he, had a, he had a great game, and, it, and he's, he struggled, hasn't he? But 
I would have given him a point, but Mandy probably deserved it. Look, on this note of disagreement, on, on these notes of disagreement, no, I've, no, I've no, got to no, disappear. It's not, <laughs> it's not about that, is it? <laughs> there is definitely some. Art. Mate, he's what he's upset. He's, yep. he's off. He's Done. gone. <laughs> Martinez, you played well. Yeah. Didn't yeah. He? Oh, oh shit, it's two thirty. Yeah. yeah. Still, he's still five foot. Okay. One and a half, but anyway. Yeah. Um, just quickly, just to round out the pod. <laughs> uh, midweek preview, Al, give me the game that you're looking forward to the most. I'd have to be biased. It's the, that derby. Yeah. Spammers, West Ham versus Tottenham. It's going to be a, a tough, it's always a tough game over there. Yeah. Um, they just hit form as well, West Ham. No, I wouldn't say hitting form with a deflected oh, goal. They got their season off to a, <laughs> to a start. But their Brazilian will be playing as well, hopefully. See him. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see if we can get another wave point or victory. I'll be very happy, but that's the game I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Another bias call from me. Liverpool-Newcastle, that looks like a pretty tasty fixture. Very great. Uh, could, could prove to be uh, another upset, maybe, potentially. They caused uh, yeah. Manchester City some troubles. Uh, and a couple of other ones, Leeds versus Everton. I think it's a big game for for the Toffees. It's a tough one to go to Leeds, yeah. um, and that could put um, could, could put Lampard in some more trouble there. And of course, Steven Gerrard's Villa going to Arsenal. Uh, it just gets harder and harder for them. So yeah, can't uh, see them get anything out any points out of that one. No, no, not at all. But definitely games to keep your eye on. And yeah, plenty to look forward to again as the Premier League continues midweek. But as for now, uh, that's a wrap for this week. And don't forget, you can follow all the Premier League action as well as all the other major leagues across Europe on EPL Live. We've got the Champions League kicking off next week. And we'll be back again at that time to unpack all the action. But until then, Al, Mitch. Thanks, Mitch. Enjoy the football. (laughs) 